Join me right. right now on Kumite TV is undefeated heavyweight prospect Alton Meeks. What's going on, man? Nothing too much, man. Just living the dream. How about you? You know, same old thing. Me too. Trying to, trying to. <laughs> yeah. Now, you've been an athlete your whole life, man. Wrestling, football. But were there any, any other sports you were playing growing up? Um, mainly just wrestling and football, but, you know, being younger, um, played everything, soccer, you know, basketball, baseball, but, uh, once I got to about, you know, 14 or 15 years old, it was all wrestling and football. Did you like any of the other sports or were the other sports just like, it's nothing compared to wrestling and football? Um, I, I really liked, um, pretty much every sport I played, you know, I love basketball and baseball, but, um, I excelled in wrestling and football, so, you know, that's just what I stuck with. Definitely. Well, wrestling, you know, pure wrestling, if you compare that to MMA wrestling, what key difference do you see between the two? Um, the key difference is guys can kind of stay away from you in MMA. and wrestling, you'll get hit with stalling if you're running away. Um, and the other thing is obviously the cage. There's no walls on a wrestling mat. So guys, you know, I have to really learn how to use that to my advantage. Does it make it easier for you with that wall in, re in, in MMA? Um, at first, no. Um, I had to get used to it, but now that I know how it kind of works, um, you know, some guys are really good at using the wall, but I think now it's becoming more of an advantage, um, and I kind of like wall wrestling now. Was there something intriguing about mixed martial arts, or was it just a natural progression for you to get into the sport? Um, I really didn't have much of a plan of getting into MMA. Um, one of my wrestling coaches from high school was working with a, uh, guy that was in the UFC named Alex Nicholson. Now he's in the PFL and he contacted me, said, Hey man, you want to come in and just help this guy out with wrestling? I said, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll come in. And, uh, you know, him and some guys in there said, Hey, you know, you should think about fighting. And I was like, all right, let's do it. They said, all right, we got one this weekend. So I just kind of showed up and, uh, I'd never thrown a punch, never done any of that before, but just showed up that weekend for a fight. Talk about that first fight, you know, going in, like you said, you never thrown a punch. You never, I think you never even did any, like, submission grappling at all, right? Talk no, about that experience. Uh, um, it was pretty surreal, you know. That's uh, pretty scary, walking to that cage, and um, I kind of remember just thinking, like, wh why am I doing this? Like, what in the world have I gotten myself into? And then they lock the cage, and it's like, all right, I'm, I'm not getting out of here. Like, I'm, I, there's no way out. You know, I gotta kind of fight my way out. So, but there's no real feeling like that in the world. You know, I'm sure jumping out of airplanes is really exhilarating and stuff, and that's probably uh, a lot of adrenaline. But for me, getting in the cage, that was the craziest thing I've ever done in my life, and I was kind of hooked. Has Alex Nicholson been with you ever since? I've trained with Alex a lot since then. Um, the only times, you know, I don't train with him and uh, some of the other guys, you know, Jacare Souza's in town and we've got Rodolfo Vieira, who he fights in uh, it's ACB, but now it's changed names, I think, but he's a five-time world champion in jiu-jitsu. Um, I went down to South Florida to help Vulcan Uzdemir get ready for the Cormier fight, and um, I would go back and forth to Colorado Springs for wrestling, just training for that. But other than that, yeah, it's just been, you know, Alex has been one of my main training partners here. Going down to Hard Knocks, training with guys like Vulcan, you know, going to the Olympic, you know, going to Colorado Springs for, you know, wrestling, and you get, ex you know, exposure to all these, like, high-level guys, especially in MMA. Did, did that give you more confidence, you know, going into your fights? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, being on the regional scene, um, you're not going to fight anybody like, you know, you're sparring Vulcan and Matt Mitrione and Luke Rockhold during the week. And then, you know, you, you step in the cage. It's like, yeah, this guy is not going to be anything near that level. So, you know, you've been tested by the best. And, um, you know, it gave me a, a supreme confidence, I guess, when I would walk into the cage. Yeah, on the regional scene, you know, you your fights haven't lasted very long. You know, no, they're, they're no. pretty quick as, a you know, your professional fights. If you learned anything from those fights, what would it that be? Um, you know, my first fight, um, I kind of, you know, stayed back. And, you know, that, that one lasted a minute 50 or something like that. But um, good things don't always come to those who wait. But you also don't want to rush in. So you, you kind of got to find that middle ground. I think that's what I found is you don't want to rush in and leave yourself exposed. But uh, the way I fight and the way I wrestle and everything is I like to put a lot of pressure on people and, and keep the pace. So um, that's what I've learned so far. You're training out of Fusion Excel in Florida. How did you end up end up with that burgeoning gym? Um, you know, I, in Orlando, you kind of all the gyms kind of bounce around, and we all train together. You know, sometimes we're at American Top Team Orlando, and I I train at uh, Tough as Nails, American Top Team East Orlando. Everybody. It's pretty cool about, you know, hey, come on over. You help my guys, and, you know, we'll help you. So Fusion's um, definitely the hot spot. I mean, Jacare is there. Alex is there all the time. Mike Perry. So that's kind of where everybody's kind of gravitated towards. Um, Julian Williams does a really good job of coaching everybody up over there, and there's a lot of good partners. So that's kind of just where I've gravitated towards as well. Yes, talk about the coach, Julian Williams. You know, he's becoming becoming a, a known figure in the MMA yeah. community, you know, almost coming out of nowhere. How has how helpful has he been to, you know, elevating or evolving your MMA game? Um, he's been very helpful. He's, uh, he's a very, very good grappler. Um, Julian is one of the most underrated fighters probably in the world. You know, he's on 10 or 11 fight win streak, finishing everybody. Uh, he's been extremely helpful. He's a good partner to roll with as well, even though he's smaller. He's really strong and I mean, he's a black belt, so he's super knowledgeable, um, and he's he's always there to kind of push you as well. You know, I don't always want to go five five minute rounds sparring or something like that, but he's always there making sure everybody's going hard. As an up and coming guy, what is your daily grind like nowadays? Um, I was working doing construction block masonry, so I would I would be up at you know five a.m. and I'd go to work, work all day, get off go train, maybe get a lift in, and then be home at 9.30 or 10 at night and do it all over again. Um, since the Contender Series and since I signed the contract, I'm, I'm no longer working. Um, a typical day, probably, uh, it's either, you know, two skill sessions and one lift or three skill sessions in a day. And um, I try, you know, a lot of times it'll go to two hours, but I try and get it to, you know, hour 15, hour 30 minutes a session. That way I'm not really uh, depleting my energy systems in one training session. Contender Series, June 18th, you're facing Jorgen De Castro. Was he a name you've heard of before? Um, no, you know, I don't really pay too much attention. You know, I watch UFC, Bellator. I have uh, one of my good friends is now on 1FC, Troy Worthen. So I've started to pay attention to a lot of stuff over there in Asia, and that's kind of growing and getting really big. Um, but as far as the regional scene, I haven't really paid too much attention to it. Um, since I found out that's what I'm fighting, I've watched some film. Um, he's good on his feet. He's got really heavy hands. He throws a lot of heavy right hands, a lot of overhands. 
So, but that's a pretty typical, you know, game plan and strategy for a guy that's, you know, he's probably a little bit short on the shorter side for a heavyweight. Um, I think he's right around six feet tall. So that's, that's pretty typical of that body type. What type of performance do you believe will get the attention of Dana White and you that contract? Um, just coming in, doing what I normally do, you know, putting pressure on people. I think, um, I'm not going to try and do anything that's, that's not in my character. You know, I, I do stand up, you know, I, I have good stand up and I train with some of the best guys in the world, but you know, anything can happen in a fight, especially at the heavyweight division. I mean, it really only takes one punch. So, you know, there's no secret to what I'm going to do. I'm going to come in and I'm not going to let him get that opportunity. I'll put pressure on him and I'm going to go for a takedown, um, go for ground and pound and, you know, that's that's just what I do, and everybody knows that. So, um, see if you can stop it. When you do enter the UFC, what do you think separates you from most of the heavyweights in that division? Um, I think that you know I have a rare uh, a rare athleticism that comes with wrestling. A lot of guys in America, if they're my size and they're a good athlete, they're playing college football and they're going on to try and play in the NFL. If that doesn't work out, they're not going to try and learn a whole new sport and do MMA. Um, I just happened to grow up in Iowa and I've been wrestling since I was four or five and got done playing football, just decided to wrestle again, got on the Olympic ladder. So I think I have a unique skill set that, um, nobody else in the UFC really has. I mean, Stipe is obviously a great athlete and a wrestler. He played some baseball in college and things like that. But I think the heavyweight division is getting a lot older as well. And a lot of these guys are kind of on the way out right now. As a former football player, now making your way to the UFC, you have expressed interest in fighting Greg Hardy. What yes, are your thoughts yeah. on that controversial figure? You know, I don't know the guy. I mean, he may be a super nice guy. I have no idea. I've heard people say he's super cool. I don't know. I have no idea. I've never met him, so it's hard to say. Um, but I do know about his past. Obviously, everybody knows about it. Um, and... Uh, I mean, it draws a lot of attention to the sport, whether that's good or bad. Um, there's a lot of negative attention on him, and all for the right reasons. I mean, there should be. Um, hopefully, he's doing the right things to correct his past. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, I, I would I would love to fight him. I think um, he's kind of getting babied along in the UFC and kind of getting fed some fights and things that, you know, they're trying to build him up and, me personally, I don't really think, you know, they're MMA, it's mixed martial arts, right? And it's, it's, there should be more honor in it, you know, and um, I don't think that's very honorable to try and build someone like that. But like I said, I mean, he may, I'm hoping he's writing his wrongs and doing the things he needs to do. But at the end of the day, that's, uh, that's definitely a fight I want. I saw that you set 2020 as the year that you will become UFC heavyweight champion. Why 2020? Um, well, I was wrestling for the Army, so I was, um, 2020, I was just, after the Olympics, I was going to start wrestling, um, and I got into a bad car accident, and I'm currently being discharged from the military, it was, um, I ended up fracturing a vertebrae, so that whole thing kind of got derailed, um, without the military and, and things like that, just financially, there's no way for me to continue wrestling. Or there is a way, but it just it wouldn't make sense financially. It would set me back a lot. So I've started fighting already, and uh, you know, hopefully, 2020, I'll be um, in the UFC and several fights in, and uh, well on my way. 
Alright, well it all starts on June 18th, Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series in Las Vegas. Thank you, Alton, for your time, and uh, good luck on your future, man. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Alton Meeks. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Alton underscore Meeks. Uh, Twitter at Murda, M-U-R-D-A underscore Meeks. Uh, my sponsors are the Josh the Man Foundation, uh, Lance Maxwell Plumbing, and Thrasher Hemp Chews. You know, I want to say thank you for the support, and uh, thank you to all my, uh, all my teammates and coaches and everybody that supports me.